What's up, Hopper Nation? Welcome back in. This is part two of our March Madness Bracket Preview. We are covering the Midwest region. I got Seth with me. Seth, what's up? Chuck, just finished up the South region. I'm looking forward to uh, to this one. This, this, this is going to be an interesting region. I think it's the, the weakest one seed in Houston, um, but the best two seed in Texas. So I'm excited to get into it with you. Yep, yep. So one seed, we got Houston, two seed Texas, three Xavier, and four Indiana in this Midwest region. Um, I'm going to start us off with my favorite play, and I know you're going to talk about it as well. So this is our favorite play. is the shared play. Uh, Drake plus two and a half. Uh, another 5-12 to open us up here. Um, two and a half seems low for sure, but I think this is Vegas just telling us that, that, that Drake is really good. Um, uh, like I said, I, I think I said this in the South preview, but five, 12 seeds just in general in the past 10 tournaments are 31 and 20 ATS. Um, against the five seeds in the first round. Um, the Missouri Valley Conference uh, has historically been really good in the spots as well. They're, they're 20 and 12 against the spread in the last 10 tournaments. Um, Seth, I know you're, you're going to talk about this. Drake has, has three senior starters um, to pair with their sophomore, Tucker DeVries, who is a certified dude. I usually like to look to, for certified dudes in March Madness. Um, kind of a guy to lean on. He's averaging 19 points per game. Um, so I think there's a, that nice mix of having a dude, but also some veterans in there. Um, and they're a really good rebounding team as well. So I think that's important. And I'm, I'm not too high in Miami this year. Um, they're pretty strong offensively, but they're, they're horrid defensively. Um, 220th in effective field goal percentage allowed, um, while Drake is 40th in that same metric. So I think there's a mismatch both from a rebound perspective and defensively. So I think all you need is Drake to keep up with Miami, and I think they can do that with, with Tucker DeVries, like I mentioned, and, and their senior starters. And I like Drake in this spot, man. Yeah, Chuck, you touched on a lot of points that I was going to bring up. But, I mean, as, as we mentioned, you mentioned about Drake. Uh, it's got three or three senior guards. Uh, Miami has four guards that play the most minutes, one for four on senior guards, and one for five with top five guys play. So, again, very young team. Um, the one thing I will say about Miami, they do have four players that average double figures, so they do spread the ball, very diverse offense. But as you said, their defense is terrible. And they're 182nd in defense, defensive rebounding percentage. And again, there's always one stat that leads me to making a pick when the fact that Drake is second in defensive rebounding percentage really got this for me. It's going to limit Miami's second-chance points. Miami's defense is horrendous. It's 132nd. Um, Drake's is 44th. Drake also plays slow, so they're not going to let Miami get out and run on them. They're going to slow the game down. I think it's going to turn into almost a defensive game, which people aren't going to expect. Um, and I'm going to take Drake coming coming out of nowhere. I mean, one of the most popular picks. But I feel like there there usually is one very popular upset pick, and I feel like for the most part it usually happens. This, I think, is that pick. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason it's popular, right? Like, Vegas is telling you these teams, these two teams, even though they're seated so differently, aren't that far apart. Yeah, and again, the the one thing that I will say, the other thing that kind of scares me a little bit about this pick is that all the guards on Drake shoot over 80% from the free throw line, but their center shoots 60%, um, while Miami, three of their guys shoot over 85% from the line, and the other two shoot about mid-70s. So they are a better free throw shooting team. Um but again, I think Drake Drake just edges them out defensively, and they also turn it over less. I mean, Drake is thirty first in turnovers per possession, and Miami sixtieth. 
So you're going to pair him with against a good defense. I think could be could be a struggle for the young guards of Miami. Give me Drake money line. I'm taking a money line, not even two and a half. Yeah, so right off the bat, first two regions, we got two 12s over fives here. Um, what else do you like in this region? I'm going to go to the game right below it. I mean, Miami or Drake, yeah. whoever wins that, is going to play the winner of Indiana and Kent State. Kent State, four-point dog. Um, but another team coming out of the MAC. MAC always had Toledo has been good this year. Remember a couple years ago, Buffalo made a, a good run in the first round. Um, but first I want to talk about Indiana. Indiana – very high and low this year. Um, Jackson Davis, great player, averages over 20 points a game. That's going to be the key for Kent State if they want to win this game. But Kent State's 38th in defense efficiency. They play great defense, and guess what? They have a guy, Chuck. Stinsier Carey averages yep. almost 18 points per game. Um, two out of four guards are seniors. Three out of the five are seniors. Um, they have three players that average over 10, while Indiana only has two. Um, they only, Indiana only has one player who shoots over 80% from the free throw line as well. Um, but I mean, Indiana, great offense, 27th in offensive efficiency, 36th in shooting percentage. Um, but again, one of the things that stood out to me is, is defense. Now, both these defensive efficiency wise are pretty similar, but Kent state is 20th in creating turnovers per possession. Indiana is 294th. Indiana does not apply pressure on the defensive end. Kent State is all up in your face. I really like, I really like Kent State to possibly pull off an upset here. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take plus four, plus four and a half, probably give me the hook, because um, Indiana does beat them in, in a lot of metrics: effective shooting percentage, um, defensive rebounding, and then. But again, Kent State's better in turnover percentage, both offensively and defensively. So in the end, I think it averages out. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be tight. Um, not sure who comes out ahead on my bracket. I've got Kent State just to root for the Golden Flashes. Started a Road to Glory Dynasty, by the way, <laughs> um, with them, you know, to maybe help them play better. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to take Kent State plus four and a half here. A little 13 seed from the MAC. A little action, baby. We love the action. Seth, we're, we're very aligned in this Midwest region because that was my also my other play um, was Kent State plus four and a half. This almost felt like a trap because, again, this number is, like, so low for a 413 matchup. But it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, Vegas is telling you that these teams aren't too far off. Um, so I don't want to, you know, kind of reiterate some of the same points you made. But I also want to bring up that Kent State's at a conference. They lost to Houston by five and Gonzaga by seven earlier this year. Um, so they've played some legit opponents and played them pretty tight. Um, I think they lost to Charleston as well by, like, two. So... You know, they've been playing some, like, big-wig NCAA tournament teams. Um, you mentioned Sincere Curry averaging 17 points per game. Um, I actually like Indiana overall. Um, this is just the spot where it just seems like Vegas knows something that we don't kind of situation, that, you know, a, four, a 13 is only favorite or only, you know, a four-and-a-half-point underdog. So I'm just going to close my eyes and, and take the points here because you made a lot of good points. Kent State's, Kent State's solid, man. Yeah, and you, you brought up something that I forgot to mention is they're at a conference. A lot of these kind of lower conference teams, my big beef with them is they haven't played anybody. Like Furman, for example, yeah. they haven't played a defense like uh, Virginia's. But Kent State has played the number one offense in the nation. It is in Gonzaga, and they've played basically the number one defense or top five defense in Houston. Um, so they're going up against an Indiana team that's good, but it's nothing they haven't seen. 
I think. So yeah, right. I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take them. Keep it tight. Plus four and a half neutral site game. Because I I know that they played Gonzaga at Gonzaga, and I'm pretty sure they played Houston at Houston. Probably, yeah. So I mean, these weren't neutral site games anyway. Um, so this is gonna be a neutral site game, and I I like them. I like the Golden Flashes. Love it. Any but, any other thoughts on this on this bracket? Those are the only games that I really saw value betting. Yeah. Um, kind of going down the list here, we can just go down. I'm assuming Houston wins. I'm going to get into the whole Sasser thing in a little bit, but Iowa-Auburn, I like Iowa there. I kind of like Iowa to make a little bit of a run. I'll, I'll get into that in a second. Um, Iowa State, Mississippi State, and Pitt, that's that's a tough one for me. Again, I'm not a big 6'11 guy, um, but I do think Iowa State wins that one unless, again, Pitt just shows me something in this game. I don't think Mississippi State beats them, but I think Pitt could. Um Xavier and Kennesaw State. I've been riding Kennesaw State all year. One of the best stories. They went one in twenty nine two years ago, and here they are on the NCAA tournament. Wow. Um, but I'm gonna probably. I mean, I've got Xavier in my bracket. Um, Kennesaw State. Just I, I can't put faith in them yet. And then Texas and Penn State game will be a, a good game. Uh, Penn State's just been extremely hot. Um, so I think that'll carry him a little bit. But I mean, I really like Texas in this region. Um, I've got them going to the Final Four. That's who I have coming out. Um, what are, what are your initial thoughts here on the other games? Yeah, I mean, not too much in the first round, like you said. Um, you kind of sometimes look for those those 11 seeds that, that play a play-in game, though. They usually win a first-round game at least, and sometimes even a Sweet 16 run. So we'll see on that one. I'll, I'm kind of keeping my eye on, on Mississippi State and Pitt to see if they can – because I think I mentioned in the South region, I'm not too high on Iowa State as a, as a team overall. Um but in terms of futures play, I was kind of eyeing up Houston minus minus one twenty four to make the elite eight. I think the top half of the bracket's pretty weak. Um, we'll see. It. I know you mentioned the Sasser injury; that's obviously concerning. But um, like we mentioned, we like Drake and Kent State to potentially maybe both win. Um, so Houston's just got to go through Iowa and then the winner of Drake Kent State potentially. So and either way, even if Miami or Indiana wins, I still kind of like Houston. Um, so I just think the the side of that bracket sets up kind of well for Houston to make a run. So if you're getting almost pl- almost even money, I'm willing to swallow a little bit of juice and take something that seems seems pretty likely. Yeah, the the issue that I have with Houston that currently it's kind of affecting my bracket is the Sasser injury. As yeah. we talked, he got hurt in the semifinals, didn't play in the championship game of the American uh, Championship, and they got smoked. By they got wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a grade one groin pull, which I believe is what he has. Houston's been very quiet on it. Um, a grade one, you're out at least two weeks. So I think it's going to be tight. He's definitely not playing against Northern Kentucky. I think he could possibly play against Iowa and Auburn. Now, right now I currently have Iowa beating Houston. Wow. I'm not sure if that's going to stay that way, but I think that's going to be a tough game for Houston, especially if Sasser doesn't play because he's their leading three-point shooter. He's the main focal point of their offense, and they just look lost without him in the American Championship. Like They look bad. Um, yeah. Now, at, at the very worst, a grade three would be four months in which he'd be out. Um, but I think, I think as you were saying, playing that um, Houston Elite Eight, if Sasser plays... I think that's a very good bet. I think you're getting great odds. If he doesn't play, I would be very concerned that they don't even make the Sweet 16. 
Yeah, and Iowa's dangerous, too. They're, they're so good offensively. They can score a lot. I know Houston's obviously really solid defensively, so that would be an interesting matchup if it, if it does end up happening. Yeah, it's it's one of those games, again, Iowa's got to win. Auburn could win. I personally don't think they will. Um, but, again, I think Houston, I mean, they are number one in Ken Palm for a reason, but they are, they're missing their best player. So we got to take that into account here. But, Chuck, who do you have coming out of this region as we wrap up? Yeah, the yeah, it's it's tough for me because I know, I know Sasser's hurt, but you know I've been been leaning Houston. Um, you know they're just so talented. I don't I don't like a lot of the teams in this in this side. Um, I know you're high on Texas, but I, I don't like Xavier. And like I said, the the four fives. I I I'm leaning Houston right now. We'll we'll see. I'm kind of trying to wait as long as I can to get some more information. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way with Houston. Although even if Sasser is healthy, I do like Texas. Veteran guard play. I mean, they are Shabari Rice, um, Carr. They're they're just so deep, and they've gone through adversity already in the season, losing Chris Beard to the domestic violence um, charges. So I, I do like teams that have gone through that adversity already. It shows that they can handle going down. You know, something bad happens. Um, um, so I, I do have Texas coming out of this region. I actually have them in my national championship as well. Wow. But, um, All right. But, yeah, another another good region. I think some crazy stuff could happen in this region as well. Drake, Kent State catching the fire could make a deep run. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this region. Two, two of my favorite um, upset picks are, are both right next to each other. Yeah. I just think a lot of these high seeds in this region are, are pretty vulnerable. Um, and there's some there's some teams that make some noise. So we'll see how it shakes out. That kind of wraps our, our preview. And we will head – where are we going next? Are we going east? We're going to the east, baby. All right, going to so, the east with probably the worst one seed, which we'll talk about. Yeah, so tune in to part three for our east preview, and we will see you there. All right, see you soon.